2: I <laughs> got two people watching.
0: <laughs> All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Winner's Lounge. <laughs> 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 uh, presented by Bet365, never ordinary. Nothing about today has been ordinary for sure. Um... This is going to be the tankiest show we've ever had. I have a feeling. Yeah, because I feel like this was, there's just nothing we're but things to like. We've been rubricating on. We've been sitting here stewing over, and I think we're going to be all uh, firing them off today. Nuggets get the win 111 to 105. Tec- technical issues, everything going wrong here. We got Brendan vote. Man, so happy you guys showed up today. Like, great Drop. energy in here. Drop. The power in showing up.
1: The power <laughs> in showing up. I uh, see what you did there. Love working with you guys. I see
0: what you did there, yes. Uh, most of us showed up today. Over here, I got D-Line Co.
2: I hated today. I'm in a terrible mood. They won. I don't feel good about anything.
1: I'm I'm, I'm I'm happy to clean it up for you guys when I get my chance.
0: Barely got to hate. My daughters had basketball games. So they have to like run off of them you know, to be here and do stuff. Like We take time of our
3: life to do this. Over here, Superstar Dev. You know what I heard that uh, Embiid's favorite game as a kid was? Nice.
2: <laughs> duck, duck,
0: goose. Duck duck, uh, duck, 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 loose. I, Honestly, we're going to get to a lot of that. We're going to get to a lot of it. I can't. There's a big part of me that can't believe it happened. Honestly, a Seriously. big part of me that can't believe it happened. And then on top of that, the Nuggets also were like, cool, we're just going to give you the least enjoyable basketball experience of your life. But they won. Um, quick breakdown is going to be so quick today, you guys. Murray had three threes to start. Sixers were keeping it close. 31-27 Nuggets. This is my breakdown of the whole game, by the way. Yeah. End of get- quarter, 31-27. Second quarter, Murray on fire again, but Pat Bev bl- uh, going blow for blow. Lifeless game. Sixers take the lead. Pat Bev clowning the Nuggets. 64-62 Nuggets. Third quarter, Jokic finally trying to score. Then, never mind. Those was the notes. Then Sixers right back in it. Sixers take the lead, 88-86 Sixers, fourth quarter. Peyton Watson made plays. Embiid walks out of the tunnel and gets booed. He seems to love it. He instigates for it. Tie game with four minutes and 30 seconds to go. A bunch of bullshit happened. MPJ hit a, basically a sealer in the corner. Um, I didn't even feel like taking the notes today. That's how you can tell this. I didn't even feel like it because it was that frustrating of a game, that noteless of a game, Yeah. Uh, that lifeless of a game. But at least our team showed up. They sucked and played an offensive game. Just not an offensive. Not offensive. (laughs) Offensive. (laughs)
2: Offensive.
0: Not Um, offensive.
3: But at least they showed up and competed. Dev, just give us big takeaways on the game first. My big takeaway is not about the actual game, but about how trifling of a decision that was by Joel Embiid and the the Philadelphia 76ers. This was a game that was was an early game. So you get the family out on the weekend um the the prices of tickets were like super high people I wouldn't be surprised if it was the most expensive ticket of the year most expensive people flew in to watch the game people came from far just to be able to do people you know stopped what they were doing at home to watch it for not only Tyrese and Tobias Harris to be out but Joel Embiid to make the trip go through the stretches and everything like that and then still duck like that was that's that's a, a very bad like look for the league. That's a very bad look for him and his agenda. And what they're going to try to do is they're going to try to make it seem like Paul Reed this. They're going to make it seem like um, Jokic and the Nuggets did not show. No, no. Do not try to deflect. Your you're superstar, your MVP, your guy, that was weak. That was a soft decision. And I hated every part of it. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't. he wasn't on the injury
0: report. We'll get to it because we're going to spend a lot of time on that part of it. But. Ridiculous, man! Shameful, embarrassing. It was, and,
2: and truthfully, like I, I felt an emotional letdown. I'm not surprised the Nuggets came out flat. Like they were pumped up, and they, yeah. the, the air got taken out of the arena before tip off. It was all of a sudden what was to be a marquee matchup. ESPN had an entire, or ABC rather, had an entire graphics package. They were lining up jo, Embiid, Jokic. They had to like play it anyway it was embarrassing like the league should be embarrassed
0: they should be I, so embarrassed
2: I, I i don't even understand i mean the the i, I just it, it was embarrassed just everything about today was embarrassing everything about today there was nothing entertaining about today the fact that joel Embiid did not play this game is so deeply embarrassing for the nba like, can you imagine another sport where it's like Tom Brady just doesn't. He's like, I'm not. I don't feel like it. Peyton Manning, Tom Brady. Like, was I don't like, feel you like know what? it. It's, it's pathetic, man. It's absolutely pathetic. I'm, I'm just disgusted. I really am. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of people have the wrong perspective
1: on tonight's game. I'll be honest. With the lessons we've learned over the years watching an 82-game season, I can't tell you how many times the Nuggets have been out their starters and almost beat or beat teams. I can't tell you how many times I've seen this go the other way. It's different when you find out a guy's not playing at the last second. Third stringers can play hard and almost win these games. You know who won this game? The Denver Nuggets. I honestly don't care. Uh, that's... It's incredible how many games are winnable. It's it's really surprising, guys, how many games are winnable when you just show up and play hard. So my take tonight, honest to God, and it's earnest, hat tip to the Sixers who showed up tonight and played hard. Pat man, Beverly? Because man, could they have won that game? And And... And that's what I'm thinking, if I'm one of the Sixers who showed up tonight and played hard, man, could we have won that game.
0: I think you make a fair point about, it is hard when you, you know, teams prepare a little bit. All right, who are the guys that are playing? You prepare all that. There's an emotional thing to like, there was an energy in the bar tonight. In the bar, there was an energy. Yes a great energy you have to imagine what it was in the arena and you have to imagine what it was in the locker room and then to walk out you see him beat he's warming up he's getting ready to go he's gonna give it a go and then all of a sudden he's out there is something to the emotional letdown so i will i will give you that they didn't play well i'm not and i think there's also a mental letdown of like well now the game plan what is it the same is it different i'll give you that and there's some of this game could have gone a certain way where that could have been the case and the nuggets get a win and you say it there's also an eye test that I watched tonight, okay. just a, a general, and, and it also it matches something we've seen from Yoke in particular, and and getting throughout the years of, you've got Patrick Beverly on you, yeah. Sometimes you have Kelly Oubre on you, so yeah, and he just can't be bothered to go at it, and so for me, that's the thing about it is, you know, Yoke does seem to make the right play and do a lot of stuff. I thought he in particular made it hard on the Nuggets tonight to run their offense because he almost seemed like he was too, you know, above it. And again, I agree with you that there are these random nights and random gyms and this was not a random night. The people that paid tickets for the game tonight paid a lot of money. I know because I talked to people. I know because my wife was looking at tickets. Thank God she didn't go tonight. She was going (laughs) to take the girls to go watch this game. Thank God that she saved her money. So to me, this is the problem is I'm more offended and upset by the product that was that. this game. I can see that. Forget the competition. The I product that. that was this game to me is just exactly. so deeply offensive to somebody who has like yes. committed to covering this league for the yes. last 10 years of my life. I'm just
3: so annoyed and offended by what this, everything about today. Yeah, you talk about the product. Like This was a game I remember When I first started covering the Nuggets, if you could squeak by a win against another really good team because they're down their top player, you'll be excited as a Nuggets fan. You're just happy that they got another win. But we're mad because the MVP of the league did not get to match up versus the best player in the league. That's what we're mad at. Not because they just got a win, but you wanted to see those two type of players go at each other. Like It's real entertainment. That's what the whole value is of it. We love basketball we want to see it in its purest form and that's everybody showing up if you're able to play you should play those games he was not on the injury report that shows you that there there really was something else to it and i really do love the fact that other media members are talking trash about it i hope that the league investigates and things like because you need to play if you're supposed to play games we were robbed of another opportunity in denver and the narrative it really the stories write themselves He's been ducking, and it's been a long time coming. Just come out and say you're not playing in Denver. He got called out, though, is the thing, man. And like
0: Last year. What's that? He got called out last year Yeah, but this. he got called out this year. And I honestly thought this year was different, like my dumbass. When he got called out by Coach Prime, and Coach Prime is a very important figure in the sports world, just in the sports world, to get called out and say, I don't, and he, he looked Joel and beat in the eye and said, I don't like when I see guys ducking guys. That's the story tonight, I don't man. like seeing guys ducking guys and beats sitting there uncomfortable kind of going like nodding his head and I thought, certainly he's going to play hell or high water certainly this is one where it's this or that and to go out there and to say like no thank you, I'm not doing it. He could have played tonight. This thing about like it wasn't on the injury report. Played in the, I know people are like, well he bumped his knees the other day get out of here man. These guys in the league and it's funny because Adam Silver we're going to talk about that. He got re-upped today these guys and this idea that they don't owe it to the fans to perform, to show up, and to make Rivalry Week that. a thing. I agree that. They're, this, this idea, and I'm again, I think the Nuggets are complicit in this tonight again by the effort they put forward. But it's mostly Joel Embiid taking this one off to me. I was buying the Sixers. I'm not kidding. You watch the All-NBA show. I was buying them because I look at them and I you go. talk about them all the time. I've lost I, respect for I I them. Yeah. <laughs> I have talked about them all years. So I'm like, you know what? It beats different. It's this this year it's 70 points. It's 60 points. It's all this stuff. And then I watch a game like tonight and I go, sometimes you just have to step into the arena and lose. Down Maxi, Down Tobias Harris. Guess what? Go take your licks, man. Go take your licks and, and be done with it. Instead, he said, no, thank you. And to me, I go, you know what? That team's not winning.
2: I you know, that's I, right. I, th- there are, there are the intangible markers that you can look at for the to, to measure the heart of a team, the heart of a player. Um, I mean, it, it doesn't look at this moment like Joe Beat has changed anything other than his point totals. Yeah. Um, it is, man. I just, yeah. I'm. I, but on the flip side, not to exonerate anybody. I mean, that I do think. I do think there was just an emo like the the like I said, the, the, the air was let out of the building, nobody would felt like playing, nobody came out with any heart. I, why won't Jokic just like kill why won't he just beat up on lesser competition? I just don't understand this. Like he he always makes the right play, but he discounts the fact that the right play is often him shooting it. I, he I, was a
0: plus zero tonight. So sir
2: I actually
1: preference wise, I share your frustration. I'm with you guys. I know what I prefer. The same way I prefer that Jokic would just want to score 50 on Embiid when they play head-to-head. I can't help but wonder, and I'm not necessarily saying I love this, but I can't help but wonder if some of that is just, like, missing the point of so many of the lessons we've learned from watching Jokic. It is frustrating.
0: But they need development from guys that aren't playing right now. Tonight would have been a night for that. That's If a great, the right play is get Christian Brown on great, the floor. No,
1: that's a great counter. It's a great counter. I'm with you guys. Like, it frustrates me personally. I just, I just wonder if it's if it's part of a big picture that he's often right about and validated in, you know?
0: The pass to Aaron Gordon tonight when he was at the rim and then somehow passes it sideways to Aaron Gordon you're right for a lesser one. one. Like, no, you're right That is that just one. a mentality of almost... Oh, to me, I felt like Yoke felt like he was above the game tonight almost. And beads out of it, I'm above the game. And it's one of those things where... I'm, this is my problem with NBA players, and I've been hammering it for a handful like of years because it's growing. Players feel like they're above the game. They're not. For some they make an enormous more money than ever, and the money is disconnected from the, like contribution that, that it used to be. You're paid for this thing you provide to a city. You provide to families and fan bases all this stuff. You, that's why you're paid. And the disconnect has happened now. It's like, no, it's not.
3: We're paid for whatever we want. I'm above this tonight. We're just above it. It's not even about like the stat padding, because I know that there's like the argument is about stat. They needed him to score. They needed him to take over. They need him to take advantage of the situation. And um, you want to talk about respect in the game, that's that's making the right play every single time. If you have an advantage that you can score every single time, which we did see late and down the stretch in this game, to get them over the hump, that's what you take. He he can score when he wants to. Why not do more of that? Yeah. I just I, I think that there is times that not even just him, but like players do feel like they're above. They're not playing as hard. They're not giving it their all in. That's messing up an opportunity to be better, to get better. And also the fans that are watching, the people that are watching, they want that. So that that really has always frustrated me um, with Jokic. In a game like this with as much uh, like like disadvantage, like they, they were small. Go score every single time. Yeah, man. Every time. You have
2: Pat Bab on you. Like Just take him, put him underneath the rim, go around him, make him look silly. He just doesn't have that in him. I... I- VOTE vote is hyper-correct in this matter, is that Jokic is obviously, he guided the Nuggets to a victory. You don't get style points, it doesn't matter, but like, like, there, there are just things that are bigger than the game itself too, and it's just, you wanna be given something to believe in, you just wanna be able to have something that feels tangible, that like, feels like you, for us specifically, feels like your time is being well spent. And on a day like today, they get the dub. You hate to sound, you know, like ungrateful. Ungrateful. You hate to sound like spoiled or that we've lost the, the rope here. We've lost the, the, the script. But man, I wanted some entertainment. And I was just like angry the entire time. I was just like grossed out by like what I was seeing. I, was, I mean, guys, Jokic scored 20 points in the second half tonight, and
1: they won. So yeah. you thought he was good? No, I think you're, the examples you pointed out. I shared your. Here, thing. No, here let
0: me share it with you. Here's the problem. Well, I, here's the problem. The ring is the thing that matters most. But what we're doing is we're making everything else not matter at all. No, no, and no. that's the point. Is like this is also entertainment. I and- I love your point
1: that the Nuggets shared a hand in letting the fans down tonight. I think that's salient, and I agree. And I do not mean to push back on that. I just, as you f- can, I don't, I mean, we can No, well, no, 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 that's not the part I'm pushing. Just as far as Jokic's approach to this game tonight, man, like, I, I want to make be clear about the distinction. I get frustrated in the same way that you guys get frustrated. I just, like, all right, this is how he treats the Pistons, too. Like, the Sixer starters didn't show up tonight. He scored 20 points in the second half, 20 points, and they won the game. So, I, I'm with you that, to me, there's something that feels missing from the experience on these nights. But I do think that there's a big picture that we don't want to, like, miss, yeah. you know? And, I, dude, I'm not trying to be annoying. I'm not trying to be rose-colored glasses. Five years into this gig, I can't tell you how many times I've seen these games where a star player doesn't go at the last second and the other team's third stringers play like it's their Super Bowl and they almost win. But tonight, Jokic didn't let them win. He scored 20 points in the second half.
0: Yeah. I mean, he, especially in the clutch, in the last, like, four minutes, he had a couple big boy baskets. But it was uh, it was almost proof of concept of, like, why well, is it that Kitty could have done that, that one? I we'll no, that's the thing, But it? whatever, we'll flush down. I mean, we have to spend the uh, – here's the thing. We had to spend, in my opinion, the first segment being honest about some of the things. I wanted nothing more than to just clown and be the entire time of this entire show and talk about how terrible and how ridiculous he is in, uh, for, for not making this one. Because I think it is, like – the ultimate clown move to skip this one on this night, but here we are. But nonetheless, I get the Nuggets matched them in, our, in things that made us annoyed today. Let's flush all that, take a break, and on segment two, we'll get to some of the good things that happened, including Peyton Watson, Jamal Murray, both doing stuff that was impressive. That's
1: the best part about having four people on a show, you get a little healthy disagreement, get a variety of opinions. That's what I like about going to the Circle K snack cart, which is somewhere behind me. I don't know if it's in the shot. Oh yeah, right there. And uh, there's also real snack cards at real Circle K's when you go. There's also memberships. I don't know if you knew this. It's easy to download. Check out the Circle K app. Find the QR code there on our screen. The first five Phillips of gas are 25 cents off a gallon. That's no joke, fellas. And ladies. And your first five Polar Pops are free. Plus, enjoy every sixth free uh, on several items such as pizza, roller grill, dispensed beverages, donuts, and more. Sign up with the QR code on the screen or visit www.circlek.com slash inner circle for more information. Get a free any size solar pup from Colorado Circle K's by texting DNVR 31310. That's DNVR to the number 31310. Message and data rates apply. Periodic recurring messages per month. Terms and conditions can be viewed at circlek.com. We've got you covered uh, from head to toe, from roof, roof to floor here at DNVR big Red Hawk roofing guys. We're also big Empire Today guys. The standard for getting the best flooring in your home or business. Empire Today is the best place to go for new flooring. They've got tons of copycats. Don't bother. They're advertising stuff. Empire Today wouldn't even bother to carry because they're the best of the best. They have the best products and they want you to get them at the best prices. That's why we have one of the best deals. Schedule a free in-home estimate today and all listeners can receive $350 off when they use promo code dnvr to be clear that is more than my net worth 350 dollars off see empiretoday.com slash dnvr for details
0: all right back here segment two one of the storylines coming to this game was pat bev saying you know i'm always shutting jamal murray down right how do you feel he murray recused himself tonight he had 23 points,
2: seven assists. <laughs> he started off on fire, six of ten from three. Jamal Murray really came out. Started. It looked like he was going to make a point in the opposite direction, and then he really disappointed or disappeared in the second half. Um, By the way, Pat Bev didn't even guard him. I know. That, that, that's <laughs> yeah. so, so crazy. Dumb. And, and Murray was rarely <laughs> on Pat Bev either. And then, then, uh, <laughs> this uh, is today's NBA. Nobody guards each other. It's so true. And honestly, like. Pat Bev was so comically extra for so much Dude. of that game. It, it was like uh, he was tr- talking, and everyone was like, uh, "Okay, like what are you doing?" And then when they had him mic'd up, and he was coaching his team, "Hey man, you got to get up on him." It was like it, it was uh, it was also an embarrassing sight. <laughs> like Pat Bev was just looked like such an idiot. Like uh, he Pat Bev played a really good game too. That's the thing is that like he actually did. Uh, you know, bring put pressure on the Nuggets. He put pressure on Jamal Murray in a sense. Um, but in the end, like, he just looks foolish.
3: Yeah. What do you think? I think that Jamal had a, a good first half. Like, I really do think that he showed up, especially with the Sixers getting momentum. They were down guys, and they competed hard. And it was because of, you know, how hard they came out and played. If Jamal doesn't have that first half, then we, this game probably ends way worse than it did. Yeah. But Patrick Beverly did match him in every single way. Like this was not a bad game from Pat. It was probably his best game. I know he did play well. He played he was, well. <laughs> he was so motivated. And also, I mean, Denver does not need Patrick Beverly, but Denver needs a Patrick Beverly. They need somebody that's yes, going to agree. They're going to he's going to play hard every single time. And he's going to try to convince the other guys to play hard around him. You need somebody that's going to be a motivator in that type of way. So Patrick Beverly did his job in this game. Um, not really of just the getting under the skin, but he he rallied the troops and had them ready. Um, so, Jamal, very good first half. Second half, super gassed, you know, not getting to his spots. Um, missed free throws. I, I, you never see that from Jamal. But, I mean, I think that's a, a sign of fatigue. He's really tired right now. Looked like he was the Sixers. They were all on their knees today. It's true. Um, so, just a story of two halves with Jamal, but that first half helped them get the win. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think?
1: Um, Look, I thought Jamal was really good tonight. Uh, I thought he showed up in a way. Like, I know it wasn't a four-quarter effort, but for all of our talk about, like, uh, showing up and stuff, he was incredible in the first half. It seemed like a guy who took this matchup personally. Pat Bev is kind of a funny player because I think over the years he's gotten a lot of credit for who he is defensively. When he actually sneakily is a non-zero offensively, that sometimes is not that good defensively. Yeah. And it's a funny thing about how, how reputation works in the NBA. Um, but look, uh, truthfully, the Nuggets don't... I wish it was a more four-quarter effort, but the Nuggets don't win this game if Murray doesn't come out in the first quarter and play with some of that fire that were, you know, upset the Nuggets were lacking. He had it in the first, and it's a big part of the Nuggets winning this game. I like that he took 10 threes tonight. Jamal Murray, I think, can be more of a three-point shooter than he is. I love when he does... It was a big part of the win tonight. So, yeah, it would have been awesome if it was 30, 10, and 10. But I'll take the 6 of 10, and I'll take the first quarter.
0: The next guy for me, and the numbers are, again, he kind of has the same numbers every night. But Peyton Watson, to me, might have been like, he stood out, I will say that. I don't even know. I was going to say he was the third best nugget. I don't know if I can say that. There are guys who did some good stuff. But he stood out probably the third most of everybody tonight with some of the plays he made, especially defensively.
3: He had nine points, three rebounds, three assists, a steal, and a block. What would you see from him? impactful like he was everywhere on defense he really like made his mark in his game it was loud all of his plays were loud um a, that mid-range pull-up he had a shot that denver desperately That's uh, two mid-range pull-ups um but one of them was like sixers had the lead and the momentum and everything going their way and he knocks down the shot he earned extra minutes then defensively he's just a pest he's everywhere um that you have to account for him. got a couple of strips um, he's running the break, so like he has to. You have to make sure that you're paying attention to him. I also love the fact that he's just not settling for threes because they were giving him that. Um, but you can see that game evolving. Um, I just feel confident when he's out there, um, and and it's not because he's scoring. He doesn't have to score. You just want him to just make plays, and he he continues to do that.
2: Yeah, it's like he's becoming. Like a very consistent player in that he gives consistent effort. And that's not something you can count on from any of the other Nuggets. Like his, sometimes, some nights it's more defensive. Some nights he's knocking down threes. You don't quite know exactly what you're going to get from him, except that he's going to give you supreme effort. And he's going to, like, Peyton Watson is still very interested in making a mark on this league and making his name and improving and getting better um, I'm surprised you know like how regularly those mid-range shots are going down um, just you know it's kind of oscillating between three pointers and, and two point shots but he's making shots he's you know and it's it's not something that I really expected to see it all out of him this year I really thought he was only going to be giving us defensive pressure we we're going to see Swatson um it's, he's still, I don't I don't feel comfortable with him uh, uh, from an offensive standpoint, but I'm starting to feel more and more comfortable, and I, I just love that he cares, you know? Like, it's It's. It's very refreshing.
0: He had a couple nice buckets tonight, a little pull-up, a little euro steps. Yeah, I thought he was fine. You didn't I think just... he stood out at all as, like, a guy that, to his point, that he, if you ask, like, who cared the most tonight on the Nuggets, I think he was number one.
1: Yeah, I think so. No, I think that's fair. I think that's accurate.
0: That's all I got. All right. That's all
1: you got. All right. Uh, Michael Porter. (laughs) (laughs) You wanted me to talk. Um, Porter left a couple too many wide-open threes on the board tonight. Man, so crazy. It always feels really frustrating when he does that more than anyone else. I'll acknowledge it, um, (coughs) especially because I freak out every time he hits one, like it's worth 19 points. Four of 12 tonight. felt like he left some wide-open ones. At the same time, Uh, I didn't think his effort was bad. I mean, eight rebounds, 20 points, two assists, one turnover. He's a game-high plus 18. Uh, I do think good things happen with Porter's on the floor and he plays hard. I didn't think he stood out tonight as a star and an opportunity to in a game that was missing some. So if that's your perspective on Porter's game, from that perspective, it was a little disappointing. But ultimately, game-high plus 18, hit some shots, hit the big one. No complaints.
3: Yeah, we just talked about uh – Peyton Watson having some loud plays that like because of his impact Michael Porter Jr has some loud misses he does that like overshadowed like his game I wouldn't even guess that he was a plus 18 in this game because it just seems like when he was out there they were scoring every single time and there was a lot of guys he wasn't the only bad defender in this game Denver's defense was horrible I think we were very very bad in this game that Patrick Beverly is scoring when he wants to but, like there was no guy on their team that should have been scoring the way that they were so It's not just a knock for him, but I remember those plays. I remember those misses, Um, and that's what I just seem to be accustomed to lately when it comes to Michael Porter Jr. It does not seem like he's hitting shots. It does not seem like he's making plays or being part of the offense. There's a lot of times that he's invisible out there, and then it would be a loud miss that, like, oh, there he goes. Um, But, I mean, he still had – 20 points in a game, 8 rebounds. So, like, it is still there, but you just want to see him find a rhythm, get back into being a Nuggets player because it just doesn't seem like it's the same type of buy-in that there was last year.
2: Man, I just want to see – I want to see he and Jamal take over a game. Like, those two really – on a night where Jokic is, is playing passively, making the right play, getting it to Gordon, doing all the things that, you know, Jokic is going to do, I just – I just want to, I like want those two to be as dynamic as we know that they are. And it's just like both of them had great times. Um, as Vote points out, you cannot understate the the magnitude of that big three that Mike knocked down at the end of the game. It was so important. They just
0: needed one of those. There was like five or six plays from the whole team, and they needed one of and them, he and got, he's the one that got it. He
2: got it, and that it, it, it was just like a sigh of relief. It was like, thank you, Mike. Thank you. Let's go. Um, but like, I just, man, I'm just... I don't know. I, I'm just very disappointed in a lot of what most of the Nuggets brought today.
0: Well, he they, took the most shots tonight, 19. Yeah, and i took take, some
2: ill-advised and ones. He took, like, and he,
0: this was going to be my point. Tonight is the first night of the whole year where I thought that Michael Porter took multiple shots that felt like statements. You know what I mean? And I could be wrong. I don't want to, because it hasn't happened a lot. He's getting a lot. What's lot. That? But that's what I mean, is he yeah. had a couple tonight. Where it wasn't just like, ooh, rushed a shot or took one a little early. It almost felt like he was like, you know what? F you, guys. I'm shooting this one. A little was, bit. And it was the first time all year. He has not done that this year. A
1: little bit. And again, for a guy who always wished he was a little bit more involved, him leading the team in shots is probably a bit of an overcompensation. Also, with game high plus 16. Well, plus 18. Yeah, I was going to say that, too. I mean, it's there's we can go too far with this stuff. I mean, the Nuggets did really well plus when 18. Porter was on the floor tonight. Plus and he hit the big shot and he tends to hit the big shots and he was second leading team in rebounds so it's not that he played a bad game I honestly think so much of it with Porter is that we want him to be an elite shooter talent wise he is when he's healthy he has been when he misses a wide open three it just feels like a gut punch it feels like Jokic missing a floater or not getting a rebound right like these are he's on the floor to do those things and so when he doesn't it's easy to feel like he's been a zero. Uh, but I think that's easily overstated. I know there's a guy going crazy about what a liability he was. Again, you know, he was a plus 18 tonight, and no player had a higher plus minus. I'm not saying he was the best player, but I'm saying we can overstate what it means for him to be missing threes.
0: Who else do you think, if I were to throw it to somebody else, Dev, who else do you think deserves like a, a segment? <sighs> Is there Aaron Gordon, KCP, DeAndre
3: Jordan, Reggie Jackson, Christian Brown? Any of those guys worthy of. Oh, no really? I actually think that and I'm very very high typically on KCP I Me think too. that he was not good in oh, this game at all KCP I, I I don't think that he was consistent defensively he was lost offensively he forced a lot of shots this was not a a game to be happy about like really I feel like this was a, a piss poor performance from Denver so like I don't want to be negative the entire time because it was <laughs> a win but I can't be happy about what I've seen from guys tonight they're usually better than this. They are in a funk right now, and they have to get out of it. Um, and it, that's that shows you, like when you're when you're down on KCP, that shows how uncharacteristic this type of performance was because he's just so consistent, so good. I know. I yeah, I, I just
2: broke through. I'm not mad anymore. Um, it just sucks because it was there were none of this, the Sixers didn't have any of their starters. I know. <laughs> like we should have. Thank burned, Kelly We should have the floor of the squad or whatever. Uh Aaron <sighs> so Gordon hit bad, that, hit two quarter threes. That was beautiful. That's true. Uh, it's actually good to see. That's not nothing. That's good to see. Yeah, man. Like there were, you know, there there were good things. There were good things in this game. Uh, the biggest one was that the fact that they, they got the W and and we're not watching the game anymore. The Nuggets move forward. The narrative for the season is done. We don't get exactly what we want. We rarely do. That's what uh, I learned every Christmas. Um, (laughs) But we just, you know, like, listen, this is what we... You're so good at being sad. You're (laughs) so good at it, dude. This is just... uh, We're, you know, the Nuggets are doing... They're doing good. They're doing good. Um, I just wanted something more today. Um, But...
0: You know, fuck it, we ball, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's take a break on the other side. I have some other notes around the association, including you guys see him beat 70-piece? Highest score of the entire year <laughs> for two days. Dude, what is up with the for NBA? For two days. We're going to talk about that on the other side.
1: Man, DraftKings Sportsbook is where you can bet on the NBA, where the stars always play let's and go. amazing happens. The NBA season is in full swing, and when I can't get enough of the action on the court, I sit out like MB. Just kidding. I spice things up by betting on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Right now, new customers can bet 5 bucks, get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Uh, that's pretty effing sweet. Download your DraftKings Sportsbook app right now with code DNBR new customers bet just five bucks on the nba get 200 instantly in bonus bets and again i want to remind you if you bet on the nuggets money line tonight no juice but you did win if it feels like you lost you didn't they won the game if you got a gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER visit www.1800gambler.net in new york call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 4673-369 in connecticut help is available for problem gambling, call 888-789-7777 seven or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino okay. and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus 8 varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus specs expire 160 hours after issuance. See slash basketball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. And fellas, we need a pick of the week. I'm going to crowdsource this one. You got Chiefs at Ravens. Ravens are are favored by. Uh, they're they're minus two hundred five, and the night uh, the Lions are at the Niners minus three forty. Oh, Dev, man. Dev, you feel like the football guy? Help me out
3: here. Well, just me knowing life. If I would <laughs> never bet against Patrick, Patrick Mahomes. Holmes, yeah. just, that's just me knowing life, dude. And there's plus money. And there's plus money. So there's yeah. our this pick wouldn't no be movie. me. Oh uh, no,
2: no, no no we can't, no! We, we, you can't bring those five oh, to this because it's show. a Denver show. That's tough. Here's what I will say.
1: Whatever your pick of the week is, it should be on one of these two football games, and you can get great bets and bonuses at DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use code DNBR. And real quick, because there is another read, High Plains Strains is making sure everyone in Colorado is connected with the dope stuff. We have great viewers and listeners all over this great state, and we want folks even the folks in Northeastern Colorado. Especially them. Especially them. To have great places and great locations to buy great product. Like the three High plains Strains locations in Colorado, they're in Log Lane Village, Garden City, and Sedgwick. Use code DNVR online or mention DNVR in stores. Plus, there's a full ounce for $80. That's ridiculous. My teenage self is jealous. Veritas 8 for $25 and a Mammoth 1G cartridges for $15. Exquisite extracts, 4 for 40 Here's the deal. Remember to use code DNVR online or mention DNVR in stores to take advantage of these high plane strains deals.
0: Hey! All right, there you go.
2: Hey, and, I'm parting you know in. You know what did? Well, you know what was awesome is that I bet Murray over two and a half threes, not hitting like the first minute. <laughs> and <half of> his <laughs> dad's and I was like, it's a party. It's gonna be the best day of my life. And then I just sat and, like,
0: frowned for two hours. <laughs> I was so certain in that moment he was going for like I know, fifty. Dude. Man, and he, was, uh, he, he was, had the look in his eye. hit a go, and he was start like trash
3: talking a little bit. Trash. Said, all that's all how right, you know I he said, had it. Right. But I
0: don't what. I don't know what happened. They're tired, um, man. They're tired. He, he had tired. two big stints. It was like to start the first to start the third. And then I think he probably had 20 of his 23
3: points he, in that. He, in
2: the second half, he looked like he had two big stints
0: in his part. In well, parts. I think he only made that one <laughs>
3: shot to start the third quarter. I thought it was things. two, but
0: maybe it was one. I don't know. Um, memory's not so good. You guys see, I was watching basketball last night only because Dev texts me. <laughs> he okay. does. Do you
2: have my number?
3: You were also in the group. chat. the yeah, same group he's, he's he's only one, <laughs> one. Nobody responded to me. No, that is true. About it. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: because some, it was something like, what's going on? Booker going off and Luca going off. And I'm like thinking, going off. What's that mean? Like a little 50 piece. I open it up and there's you know, 50 from Luca at halftime. Devin Booker's back up to 50 at halftime. And I'm going, what is going on in the NBA? Luca goes for 73. 73 the 73. fourth highest scoring total Dude, the, in NBA history. The I wildest believe. part about
2: it is he stopped shooting for the last know, 5 minutes. He they needed to win. They well, almost didn't win.
1: He was trying to get the triple double, which to be clear, would've I respect. It's so unbelievable. I respect A 70-point triple double. Oh, Would have been the coolest God. thing ever. <laughs> really I I kind of am counting it as one in my head.
0: But also at the same time, part of me is like the Embiid 70 and i'm not trying to take away for it from anybody this is nobody's fault there's no player's fault that this is happening like you have 70 go for 70. he goes for 70 and it feels like almost groundbreaking and then it happens exactly again and then meanwhile Cat goes for sixty and loses. Booker goes for sixty and loses too. Which, by the way, deserves its own little segment here. How great was that? <laughs> yeah. You guys see this? Cat and Booker. Don't they have the same energy? They kind of. Do don't they have the same energy? They, they remind do. me of.
2: They remind me of us at the beginning of this show.
0: <laughs> they really they were, were us, <laughs> man. Getting takes off, uh, but. Sixty, so two sixty-point games on the same day, four in the same week. You'll had forty-two earlier this week. Sixth, I think, highest scoring output. It's not even the weekend yet of the
3: week, man. Or I guess <laughs> it is the weekend, isn't this it?
2: This is like uh, in baseball like, two years ago when they were like, "Ah, oh, we juiced the balls,", <laughs> <We> juiced the <laughs> balls. and like not, nobody's going to respect anything that happened during that time. Like, you get seventy, it should by all means, like. You remember very clearly when Devin Booker scored seventy points against the Celtics many years ago. That was like, oh my gosh, you can score seventy twice in a week, twice in a week. Like we are in the this is the the, the
3: Bonds Sosa Juiced era. Like all of these records are just gonna be thrown out. They don't. It's meaningless. The Luca the Luca seventy was so much different than Embiid's. You think how so? First off, it was efficient, but also it was a close game and they were going at it both teams are going at it and also he's down his second best player like it was like it was real doggy like he was a dog in this game um but he's just not he's not hunting for it the entire time although he's like i'm kicking your ass and i'm gonna keep doing it and b he's doing it in different ways i feel like he's like taken away from the game with the fouls and the flopping and all the extra stuff you're not seeing that with, with with him Devin Booker, he's just, he is who he is. It doesn't look the same. And I can't believe that Carl Anthony Towns was able to do that. But <laughs> Lucas was, it was incredible. That was one of the best performances, like, honestly, that I've seen. I don't think the league is cooked if you could do it in that type of way. You just don't want to see it all the other ways. Okay. I, to be
1: honest, I was really impressed by Embiid's 17. It was uh, impressive. It, it is impressive. It is it, impressive. definitely Embiid impressive. Is, There's uh-huh. nothing, yeah. If, it, there way. are specific ways in which, we criticize Embiid and you can probably figure out why as the DNVR shows. There are specific ways in which Embiid is amazing. And to me, one of them is, I guess Luca's got a pretty good argument now. Three days ago, I would have told you, I actually said on this show two weeks ago, if I could pick a player to put up 100 points, it would be Embiid. Like I, I, I
0: still think that's probably the case.
1: Between free throws and hitting, his, and hitting his jumpers and scoring in the paint. And that is one of the ways that Embiid is amazing. I honestly do. Um, I I do kind of think he's as likely to score 80 points as he is to win a title, but (laughs) there are a few guys in the lead that could put up 70. There are two this year. Um, There might be more. There might be more, but I do, like, look, all jokes aside, all jokes aside, this is the way in which Embiid is amazing, and he was amazing in that game. I just... Am I the world's biggest hater if tonight tells me more about him than that game?
0: Uh, I mean... Probably, actually. You know what? I don't know, though, man. I don't know. That's my my question. I don't know, man. He just scored 70 this week. Yeah. And then DNP'd a game that we all make jokes about, the fact that he might actually DNP, and then he did it. And by the way, he did it as a late scratch. That's kind of it, man. He did it because he went through warm-ups and was like, I don't know, man. That's kind of it. A lot of energy in this building. And (laughs)
1: and I wanted him to play, man, but whatever.
0: Yeah, um... The Booker one was actually hilarious, and we're really going to throw some shade. The Booker one, if you guys watch this game, (laughs) it really did remind you of the cat game, and that they were up, he was going off, everything was easy and looking pretty. Then all of a sudden, the game got tight. Yeah, man. (laughs) Booker got a little (laughs) tight, and then at the end, this is the scenario. They go down with, like, five seconds to go. They have an inbound play. I just feel like... Typically, you go to Kevin Durant, and that's because uh, he can get a shot off no matter what. He's seven feet tall. He can get a shot off. But it's like, yeah, but Book has 62. we got to go to him. He falls down, gets up, and airballs a contested three. And I just thought, like, <laughs> that was a really bad last play to run. <laughs> it was a kind of a hilarious – I think in both the Suns' case and in the Wolves' case, both teams got into a spot where they were like, we're no longer playing basketball. We're trying to win a game while playing – this weird thing, and it was so Playing distracting. Horse,
2: yeah, I didn't watch that game. I did, I did watch the uh, even I did, after I, Dev texts you. Uh, I I I, I blocked, okay. I, I blocked Dev. I didn't get there. Um, <laughs> damn it. I was actually, truth be told, I was watching the avalanche game because I'm a Colorado sports fan above all else. Yeah, yeah, and then but I looked over and was watching the last part of the the Mavs game because it was just on, yeah, and was just my mouth agape. I was <laughs> dumbfounded. I couldn't believe the numbers that I was seeing, and I li- literally could not believe how many points he left on the board.
0: Here's my. Uh, yeah, that's the other thing. Here's the my real concern, because again, I'm being a negative Nancy today. I know it, but I just give my honest takes to you guys all the time. I never filter them. Love the, that, dude. Um, This is my concern, and I was very prescient maybe six years ago, seven years ago. Very prescient, I was. (laughs) I said, (laughs) I said, the NBA. Are we the Trump speech? (laughs) You are insanely (laughs)
1: close to him. I'll just say, like I said,
0: this. I said to a lot of guys, (laughs) I said, I said, I said, said the the NBA and the Uh. analytics revolution. There is something about can a game be solved. Baseball got solved, and I think it sucked some of the magic of the game out of it, and it it lost popularity. I like that, too. The NBA has been moneyballing the the game for the last decade, and, like, why not? Because it's smart. You're not going to yell at anybody for not being smart, taking the corner threes, you know, doing the different things that you do. But I do think that there was something to the 2017 Warriors, not the 15 and 16, the original. The one that had Kevin Durant that won 67 games and they scored 120 a night. They would be like an average offense in today's NBA. And there's something to where you go like, yeah, solving it kind of sucks, actually. (laughs) We kind of have solved the game in a way where these numbers just feel. Again, it's not that it's not impressive. It's just that it's hard to understand what we're watching. And I covered basketball my whole life. Yeah, Is, is that I, fair?
1: Well, It is fair, right, from the night-to-night 82-game experience. One thing I do kind of love about basketball is there's this kind of fail-safe where who the best players are at any given time change, and the ways that they are the best players sort of dictate how the game is played. And so through everything you've just said, you had a team that arguably didn't shoot enough threes, did not get to the free throw line a ton, didn't hit a ton of free throws, Win the title last year.
0: I kind of feel like the playoffs are a different beast. I this is, that's this part is that's kind that's of what
1: I big, think it is. Yeah, I'm with you there.
2: That's the, the the thing is, is that yes, it it the game like the that game that Mavericks game like that was a it was just a different sport. Right. <laughs> yeah, it right. totally it, was. It, 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 it's and it's <laughs> it totally interesting was. because. Who can score? It just becomes more of a game of pure skill, as opposed to a, like the ruggedness is re- is removed, the defense is removed. Like a lot of the things that you think of when you think about basketball that show back up in the playoffs were removed. But then it's just it's a different thing that you're watching. Um, but it you know because statistics largely exist so that you can compare errors. Right. It it like ruins that.
0: <laughs> it's ruin it to be just like, like I don't
2: know. Uh, what are we doing here like. Can we really compare? Or whatever. I not The know. skill
0: is amazing. And here's the funny part about it. Whenever, like, the old heads, to me, would wax poetic about the bad boys' Pistons or the 90s Knicks. And then I watched those games on ESPN Classic back in the day or whatever. Right. And I'm always like, this is the worst basketball I've ever watched by my <laughs> life. Yeah. Who liked this? Nobody wanted it. Or or no plumbers. Yeah, whatever. But And nobody wanted it. But then you watch this, and I'm like, "Ah, there's probably a healthy balance to be had here. Because the one thing I will say, Dev. I think the skill level really is, in a lot of ways, not all skills, but most skills, shooting, dribbling, you know, the athleticism, it really is at an all-time high, and I think that's part of it. Steph Curry took crazy shots and made them, and then everyone was like, well, let me try it. Ten years later, everyone's better at them than we thought possible. Luka... I don't think if there was no step Lucas taking 15 threes and <laughs> making nine of them in a game. But now it's like, you know, what? I don't know. Step, step, side, Seems step. Seems like a good shot. Seems
3: yeah. like a good shot. And everybody's better at them than I thought they could be. Yeah, I mean, the game has just evolved in every single way. And also, the entertainment purpose of it all has evolved in every way. They want more scoring. The rules allow you to score more. You can't play defense. It's not that you don't play defense. You can't. When you look at those old games, they're getting pummeled every single time. Yeah, like the they're hand, having the to hand fight checking, through everything. Right. They check. They have gotten rid of being able to defend. So of course, you're going to see so many better offensive explosions yeah. because it, that's what it's supposed to be. But also, I mean, we're on the other side of things. I think that a lot of fans do like that. I think that they want to see more scoring do because they? of those. I mean, if well, you look at the slow-paced teams or the teams that don't score a lot, they don't really have a lot of a following. A lot of people don't want to watch that type of basketball. Yeah, but, Dev, the other day, the
0: NBA game on ESPN got outperformed by the LSU South Carolina game, uh, women's basketball game, which, first of all, I mean, first of all, shout to women's basketball. It's a really good match between the sure. two. That was big. But at the same time, that's never been, a, like, a thing that was even remotely close to happening. You look at, there was a game the other day on ESPN that had 600,000 viewers. Not yeah. a million. Yeah, that's not good. Not a million. Right. 600,000. So part of me goes, like, I don't know, like... 70 points. Tune in. There is a, a level of, like, people maybe just don't relate to what they're watching because the game is so different from That's what That's scary. They you remember. can't change
3: it back. That's the thing. You can't go back to that stuff. Or Keegan
0: Murray has a 47-point game this year, you guys. Keegan Murray does. Terry <laughs> Rozier. Ha- Cam Thomas, 45. Hey, those are bucket games. Don't start that. Don't start Michael never
1: score 40.
0: Uh, Big <laughs> Carol, of course. Terry Rozier. Kate Cunningham on a five-win team. He's got a 40-piece this year. I just look at it sometimes and I'm like ah, if some of these guys are doing it I'm not I'm not so sure. But that's just me. I am concerned cuz I am a guy that love I'm a basketball purist and I love this stuff and I'm, I'm not taking away from the players. You do your thing and the skill level is is incredible but I don't know. All right, what do we got? Win from the arena
1: He hasn't called in yet. Oh, he's
0: calling right now. I thought I just heard that ringing. Uh, Wind (laughs) is at the arena. Very curious what he has to say. And by the way, I've seen some Malone quotes coming through the timeline that I can't wait to hear uh, Wind read off. Is he with us? He just
1: disconnected as soon as I tried to
0: turn it on. Okay. Um, Adam Silver got re-upped for the rest of the decade. Jesus. I'm long on record saying it's that written. I'm not a big fan of his. I feel like all these issues <laughs> that have happened at the NBA have happened with him
3: Moral claiming victory, bet the overs.
1: How about that news breaking while that game was on it, national TV? Absolutely hilarious. <laughs> Honest to God, thats all I was thinking about. I'm like, "Yep, Adam Silver's NBA. Here is your stamp."
0: And they did it right, yeah, because it was like going into the fourth quarter where typically it'd be like Yoke and Bead matchup, all this narrative. Instead, the news drops, and you're watch, watching Paul Reed, and you're like, come, what are we doing here? <laughs> But anyway, do we have a take, an immediate reaction take to him? Right. He is complicated to me.
2: He is very complicated. He came in like a wrecking ball. He really made his mark in the, the Donald Silver stuff. Um,
0: that actually is how he made his mark. You're he, right. I know.
2: He came in and it Donald was really. Donald Sterling. Sterling. Yeah, turned, Sterling right Silver. To Sterling <laughs> Silver. <laughs> <I know>. Donald <laughs> Sterling. You're right. <laughs> sorry. Uh, but he really came in and it was like, wow, this guy is not going to put up with it. Like, he's. This is, uh, you know, a much needed change from the Robert Sarvers, like uh, just the the old filth that needs to be washed out of this league. Um, and so it felt like we were really in for uh, reform in a good way. But also during this time, Adam Silver has really, really given rise to the player empowerment movement, like really, really given rise to some things that really feel like they are at odds with the integrity and the soul of the game. Um, And so, and I, I like Adam Silver. I like to listen to him talk. I think he's a really intelligent guy, Um, but I don't know. I, I do feel strange about where I, I, I think he. To me, he he seems like a guy that's much too eager to please yeah. to be in the, p- the position of power that he is. Like Roger Goodell presides, obviously, over the NFL and is just hated by absolutely everybody. But like the NFL is is the NFL, and he doesn't care, and it's, he will defend the it, shield. The NFL there is growing
0: so, very fast. So never many, been more popular. There are so many
2: things that are like detestable uh, about the NFL if you look at it from political standpoints, this, that, the other. Um, but the integrity of the game is never, ever wavering. And I don't feel like that's the case with the NBA. I feel like the NBA has become softer, more malleable, and has lost its way a little and bit. And a little um, less
0: familiar. That's the point about the scoring is good or bad. It's just so unfamiliar.
2: And I, I also feel like the NBA does not have a great connection to its history the same way that it may be used to. Um, and I don't know why that is. I think they just, there's such an eagerness to embrace modernity and, like, the the next thing, that they are willing to sort of shed the old, and I think it's to the detriment of the NBA. You have a perspective on this while we wait for wind? What,
1: what feels fair to point out is that the best players have probably never been more empowered, and I don't know if that's a great thing. Um, what I don't know just because I'm not in the rooms, and not to say that he's above critique or that you guys are wrong. What I don't know is, you know, if Silver did something super wrong versus just the League went in a certain direction. but I do think maybe David Stern would have resisted, I think, just the general waiver at a bit more. But that's also, a. I don't know either of these guys. I don't I don't feel well-equipped to critique the commissioner, but I will say...
0: You don't have to know him. You, he's no, he's no, a commissioner. He's a public no, figure. No, you I'm see just, what he's, I just don't...
1: Under, yeah, I, I understand. I'm just saying I see his public quotes. I just think it's different. Not than, even quotes. You see the league that he's presiding over. And that part, the, there's a bottom line that I do think the ratings are suffering, depending if you're interested in that or not. But also, it just seems a little too easy for any given star to miss a game or score 70 points, uh, whether or not that's on the commissioner. If that's a fair critique, I don't know, but it, it doesn't feel for, for as much talent as in the league right now. And I do think there's more talent than ever. That's probably a different sentence than this is the healthiest the league has ever been.
0: Is he uh, ready to come on? Yeah. All right, we got win from the arena, let's chime him in. My goodness, the energy. I can't wait. Actually, I, this is going to be a huge segment. With I have so many questions for you today being at the arena. What an interesting game to be at. Um, walk us through real quick what it was like being there as word spread that Embiid was not going to play tonight.
4: It was really
0: weird. I hadn't even gone out to the court yet,
4: and everybody found out the same way just on Twitter. <laughs> the coaches, the players found out the same way as well.
0: So uh it was really weird. Hold on hold on and real quick. Hold on real quick, Wend. Typically when there is a late scratch, how do you find out? Um I mean that
4: was a as late of a scratch as I've ever seen. <laughs> like that was a late, 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 late scratch. I mean he was in the starting lineup. <laughs> Joel Embiid was penciled into the starting lineup when, when starting lineups were released uh, like 40 minutes before the game, which is usually when that happens. And allegedly he was ruled out 25 minutes before the game. But the news didn't
0: actually break until the game was right about to start. My, my point is, and I'm going to go Wittenhorst here. Very strange that it was Woj that broke this news. Because typically it is the PR department when there's a late scratch or even a 30 minute before the game, that news comes from the PR department directly. And that's how you get it. This one came from Woj, which is the big news breaker, which means somebody had to call Woj to tell him in beads out before anybody else in the building knew. Very, very strange when time is of the essence right before the game. That's why I bring it up. Yeah. I mean,
4: I don't know if I've ever seen anything like that when it comes to a guy in the starting lineup, like, to be honest, you, you're either in or you're out, you know, 30, 40 minutes before the game. No, nothing really changes after that. And uh, apparently it did. I'll put my money on Daryl Morey, though, sending that text. He was here tonight.
0: <laughs> That's who my money's on. Um, All right. True well,
2: true Morey ball at work.
0: Well, uh, how did the crowd seem to enjoy this game? Uh, The crowd did not enjoy this game. This was an (laughs)
4: ugly game. This was a a game that, like, was a huge letdown. And Michael Malone even said that afterward. He was like, yeah, you could feel the energy dip. You you could feel a letdown coming after everybody got the news. Um, The crowd did perk up, though, at times. There were a couple chants, where's Joel at? That's We've great. heard that a couple of times. And then in the fourth quarter, Joel Embiid comes to the 76ers bench. He emerges from the locker room for the first time in the fourth quarter of a close game. And uh, then we heard the where's Joel chance again.
0: Yeah, he seemed to enjoy that as well.
4: He did. He did. He was kind of egging the crowd on. Um, he was laughing. So he definitely did enjoy it. Dude, right. dude, so
1: funny. It was so funny the way he ducked the game, shut up in the fourth quarter, <laughs> and then egged the crowd on while they lost. That was hilarious. It was dude. super
2: dope, man. <laughs>
1: Why did so it come good. out at this point?
0: Because uh, so the. He you, you said, like, you are oh. not saw sure your
3: teammates that you're there. Oh, they no. saw you warm up.
0: It reminds me of the time Nurt did that in the uh, Blazers series. Do you remember wearing a shirt? He didn't show up until, like, yeah. late in the game. Or like a wearing, politically, yeah. Charged yeah, politically charged shirt. Yeah, very politically charged shirt. All right, well, take us. I'm, I'm very curious to hear how Malone felt about this game. I could only imagine.
4: Yeah, well, like I said, he, he sensed, sensed, sensed that there was going to be a letdown <laughs> after the news came out. Uh, that Joel Embiid wasn't playing. And that's exactly what happened. And he said we were lucky to come out of here with a win. Um, Malone said he went out to the bench with two minutes on the clock, like two minutes before the game was going to start. And he was grabbing guys. He grabbed Aaron Gordon. He grabbed a couple other starters. And he was like, guys, no letdowns. No letdowns tonight. And Aaron Gordon responded, what are you talking about? Man, Michael Mullen said Joel Embiid's not playing. So that's how Aaron Gordon
0: found out Embiid wasn't playing tonight. You know what's funny about this is I am. there are rules about how long before you can change things. You know, I mean, of course, if a guy gets hurt, a guy gets hurt. But there are rules around this. So it's kind of funny, like, to literally not know except for right before the final buzzer before the game begins.
4: Well, it's not just that there's rules on, like, how... How early you have to declare a guy out. Like Joel Embiid was not on the injury report all day today. Like it was made a very big deal that he was not on the injury report. Ramona Shelburne tweeted Joel Embiid is not on the injury report, is not going to be on the injury report. Like that was very pointed. Like they made sure that was a storyline. And then from him to go to available and then out, that's against league rules. Like, he has to be on the injury report if there's a chance he's going to miss the game. And because of that, Michael Malone said he anticipates the league will look into that and investigate Joel Embiid not playing tonight. Because he said, I don't know how you go from being active, available to out. I'm sure the league will do their due diligence because that's frowned upon. He said, no, previously when we've had a guy who might miss a game. The league says he has to be on the injury report or you're at risk of a fine. And then Malone also said, Look, like we watched 76ers, Pacers two nights ago. He hurt his knee there, so I'm sure he's hurt, but how it was handled was wrong.
0: Yeah. Good on Malone, man. Good on Malone for calling it out. Yeah, that is kind of wild.
4: All right, what else? And uh, Malone also had some good things to say about, you know, Peyton Watson, his continued development offensively, defensively. I, he loves the steps he's taken. He, he loves the confidence that he's playing with. And, um, I mean, Peyton Watson was being relied upon at times, it felt like, to just generate stuff. Um, so Malone loving what Peyton Watson is giving.
0: And, um, yeah, loves his development so far. I I honestly think that's a major storyline from this game, a little under the radar. But, yes, allowing him to create, they need it, and I think he's capable of it. So, really interesting note that's not one of the top stories from tonight. Yeah. And then we just just spoke spoke with with Jamal Murray
4: Murray. as well. Um, Jamal Um, mentioned being exhausted coming off this road trip a couple times. We know. Um, I think think he was talking (laughs) – A little bit about, you know, himself and maybe about the team, too. But he he said the word exhausted. And um, maybe that's why the Nuggets didn't have, like, their regular punch tonight. Um, And he was also saying some great things about Peyton Watson, too. He said he loves how he continues to progress, evolve, learning, playing from mistakes and evolving from mistakes. And Jamal shouted Peyton out and said, look, like, I can give him a lot of constructive criticism. I can pull him aside and, you know, tell him what he's doing wrong, and he's not going to take it the wrong way. He just wants to learn from it.
0: Yeah. I like that. You were talking earlier about playing hard. Like, that is a thing that Christian had last year. I in and, May- and I hope it's not just a rookie thing from Peyton. You know what I mean? I hope it's just like a character thing. Like, it's who he is.
2: Yeah, you know what I thought about? I huh. missed is that it's Brown Town, and it's Watson.
0: <laughs>
2: um, almost.
0: We're Wat- almost there. Yeah, I got Wat- it. Yeah, Wat- Wat- no, Wat- qu- nah, it's not quite that, there. That's, that's a stretch. Yeah. That's
3: yeah. all right. Just let that go. <laughs> away Peyton. Payton would work there.
0: Watson. Peyton. Woof. Uh, <laughs> Alright, we're we're having a bad show over here, what else
4: <laughs> you got? My final note, and this is something I forgot from Malone, I asked him about Christian Brown and how Christian Brown can get back to the level he was playing at last year. And Malone said a lot of things, but he did come back to the fact that he wants Christian Brown to be an irritant and a pest. And I'm just glad he listens to the DNBR Nuggets postgame show. Because that's what I said two nights <laughs> ago.
2: Attaboy, yeah. Currently, he's just an irritant to us.
0: Yeah, at the yeah. moment. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Anything else? Um, anything else?
0: What do you think of uh, me not playing tonight? You personally...
4: I mean, I said it on the show yesterday. One of the reasons I was looking forward to this game is because the, all these Nuggets 76ers games have been just classics. They've been such great games with such like, big-time performances. So I wanted to see, like, a great game tonight between, like, the two best players in the NBA. And, and that didn't happen, unfortunately. So I felt I felt for the fans, you know. I felt for the hard-working Fans like Richard Jefferson who don't cry. Please uh, don't cry. Please don't shelled cry. out all their money, all their hard earned savings to watch the two best players in the I NBA. Bet and, uh, the yeah, I, just, I bet he was furious
0: today on the call. I bet he was. just
4: I mean, like when I mind. was growing up, and and I would come to see uh, Carmelo <laughs> Anthony, you know, yeah. versus LeBron. And like if LeBron wouldn't have played, like I would have gone home crying from that. So
0: <laughs> I, I feel for the fans tonight. Yeah, and you're joking, but it's honestly true. Um, Win, yep. thanks so much, man. Have a good one. We'll see you later. Um, I do feel for the fans, though. I really do. Uh, I, I consider myself. A I fan consider myself I, one too. I'm I pissed. Feel, I feel for me. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's get to
2: some super chats, Kale. Oh man, what a night! I hope these are positive.
1: It's just Jordan 42069. Let's go. Let's go. As soon as Embiid arrives in Denver, they need to give him a bag of cement to harden the F off.
2: <laughs> I saw this come in, and I was like, what does James Harden have to do with it? Yeah, and then like, when Dan you Harden's. read it out loud, yeah. he needs to
0: become harder. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he also right. he probably should just right, just stop coming to Denver. Crazy. There's no point of even yeah, making a trip. Don't just don't come. come. Honest question. He, is he playing next year? No. Well, maybe he's trying to get the airline miles.
2: If I were him, I'd preserve the bit and
0: never
3: play another. Yeah, at this, preserve, point, that, lean it. It. at this point, lean in. They should put a line on it.
0: Bro, I'm tell- here's another thing. That- yeah, you should. Here's another thing I'm telling you, though, about it. He doesn't want MVP. He doesn't. This brings him one game closer. I am telling you, that is a man that does not want a second MVP. Why? Because there was a player one time, I who remember saying, said to the media. But once said to the media, one time, the yeah. guys that have two MVPs that have never won something, They've those are the guys pressure. that should feel pressure. Not me, that. who's never won anything. Yeah. He can't have that quote come back. I honestly think Embiid is going to load manage his way out of contention for the MVP so he could say, I should have, and everybody knows it, but I didn't. To when it, Jokic, tonight's a perfect Jokic game. And Embiid, you
1: know, I don't want this shit off. What a what a treat! The People league,
2: People up,
0: Silver's NBA. Hell ice. yeah! Nobody Yo, wants to play
3: Joe Kitchen and B just playing hot potato at no. the oh. MVP. Somebody, somebody less out there. How many how many games like is he on pace for? Because it? it's sixty two, right? Sixty five no, is the sixty five. He's behind pace. He's behind pace. He's. Yeah, he's I just want to know lose. how many more games he needs Not. to miss nine no i think it's less than that I thought, really? yeah i thought it I was, thought it was ten. yeah somebody else tell us while we're, Man, you know, no, while we're arguing somebody else tell us six. all right what else we
1: got
2: it's six. Oh my yeah,
3: god. yeah it's six
2: i'm
1: telling you carlos six romero games? is what anyone the, else out on
0: reggie or is it just me he's had a rough go
2: uh, i'm not out on him but i'm not in on him either so i don't know where that leaves me i don't think that came out of nowhere i'll say that i know uh, I do want him to make more baskets. I will say that I'm on that side <laughs> as well, Dylan. Five, 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 five-ish. A
1: month ago, I had a choice to either get tickets for the Sixers game or the Bucks game. Man, I'm sure I made the the right
2: choice. A win is a win. Wins a win. Which one did he yeah, choose? The, the Bucks game. He chose he the Bucks care. game because he anticipated this. <laughs> well, then he
0: ended it with a win as a win. So I don't know. Oh
2: it's wait, true. you're
1: right. Did uh, he go to this
2: one? Yeah, the, the the format of the super chat oftentimes. Where a paragraph break should be, it just Dude. is another sentence. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this one is from Cedric. I'm starting to feel rude reading these to Dev. Uh, nuggets win. Trophy. 76 versus Joel sucks. S- tongue face. Dev, it looks like you need a haircut.
3: Do you when I got my haircut? I love like your A hat, couple Tila. of days ago. It looks pretty good over I here. I got my haircut a couple of days. It looks perfect. Thank fine. you, Seth. Ced, you are my favorite person I don't. Yeah. I don't Think understand. So. <laughs> it's so good because Dev has a hundred percent approval rating yeah, outside
1: of Zedric So yeah. there
3: might be something wrong with.
1: Thanks, thanks, thanks. What do we got? Kale Ben, 1994, drove nine hours to be in a game.
0: Glad I'm a Nuggets fan. Man, I'm telling you, I love hearing those stories. It is crazy. We had was people sar- in the bar today? Was that Boop. sarcastic though? Probably.
3: Astray. I what respect and trust. Before we start with a stray, you're you've gotten big-headed. Big <laughs> death. 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 Yeah, oh. yeah, you I respect
1: and trust Jokic <laughs> to make the plays that need to happen. My issue is there are times we need effort from him and he doesn't provide it. feels like something Malone needs to work on. With him.
0: I mean, again, the first half, it was like 40 points in the paint. So it wasn't, you could say he's making the right play, but also they were just scoring layups on him. They were not good. He definitely and then, and was won. chilling in the first half. And then they won. He
1: definitely was chilling.
0: In the I first. know, but I'm just pushing I back know. on this right, idea that he made the right play on every single time. I'm saying you gave up that many I points. That there's no. The right play is never to let them score on you. In rare moments. Hey, that's true. There are some times where the right places get scored Road
1: up. King Thor, Embiid is clearly a system player. If Paul Reed can drop 30 and 13, <laughs> that's a good point, dude. It's a great <laughs> God. point. God. Maybe Denver just can't guard centers. Who knows? Robert George, super chatting just to make Dev read my first, my two first names. <laughs> great
3: <laughs> <word>. That's <laughs> an incredible super chat. Who Ro- said that one? Robert George. <laughs> I pray for you, brother. I
1: <laughs> oh, man.
3: Elliot Baker. I
1: started the Where's Embiid chant. The Where's I Embiid love this one. chant all
2: three times. Well, good work, Elliot. So, so wait, is this Crystal Ghost? Crystal yeah. Ghost made, okay, so Elliot Baker is His Crystal name Ghost. is Elliot. So I thought sorry. his name was Crystal. <laughs>
1: Last name that goes. That was really good. That was really good. Shout out, Crystal Ghost. Oh, so glad
2: I could win. Who there the because of
1: the tickets he won from Red Hawk Roofing. Wow. Shout out, Crystal Ghost. Shout wow. out, Red Hawk Roofing. What a treat. Shout you out, talk, Elliot
2: Smith, too. You want to talk about a kismet. The universe made sure that Elliot, Crystal, Baker, Ghost could yeah. be there so that he could start the Where's Embiid At chant. And make all things right in the universe, and Thank that's you. why you should get Red Hawk Roofing for new. Yeah, yeah, for all of your roofing no needs. No, look,
1: Yoke, find them. Wasting the fans' money with this cowardice. Are you talking about the Nuggets or the Sixers? Oh man, <laughs> Eric, you are cooking. As much as I disagree, <laughs> Sam Birkelhammer, timeout. Sam <laughs> Birkelhammer, if Jawal or Jokic got the whistle that Embiid gets, they both would have a seventy-piece by now. Yeah. <laughs> Walter Worthy, my wife on Ubre. he just pushed that man out of the way. Why does he get to take a free throw? That was an interesting play, yeah. Me, it's today's NBA. How is that fun to watch?
0: Yeah. You know what was interesting, though? Because right after that play, so Kelly Oubre dunks and pushes uh, uh, KCP to the ground and dunks it. A very short while later, K- uh, Peyton Watson on him, just strips him. Same play. Kelly Oubre tried the same thing, tried to push off. Peyton goes, get I out mean, of here, son.
1: Peyton was awesome today. He really was, We kind of undersold under- that on this show, i so. tried
0: to. I, listen, you
2: did a great I job. Love a lot, I love D I lot. I blame myself. We can't turn on each other, all right? I <laughs> think, no, I think you guys
3: did great work. No, D-line was low on him. <laughs> He's sure. the one.
1: Ruby Madness has tearing us apart. Road King Thor. Scoring 40 in today's NBA would be like hitting 40 dingers in the MLB so with only 280-foot fences.
0: It is. It would be like... Not just beating the home run record, to be
1: honest, but smashing man, There it. are better analogies because it's a real thing. It's when that the MLB just happen. decides <laughs> people get to have 70 home runs. P.J. So Washington
3: score 40 tonight? Did he? No, he didn't. Did he really? Who he played P.J. For? Washington oh, did? Washington. Oh, Who he played for? Whoa! <laughs> These are the guys that was on the oh, show with yeah. the that's right. Let's
0: that's go. Great. Where's did P.J. Washington really Where's the thing 40?
3: at? Oh, it's right there. Oh, <laughs> yeah.
0: here, have him pop I'll up. On, have, yeah, have, him have him pop around. Around.
3: No, no, have him. I want him to do it. Come around here. Do you have the beer in? Yeah, come no, here. Are you are here? kidding? Can you have the beer do in? Do we work at a sports bar?
0: Make <laughs> 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 your shirt d hey, and yeah. You guys saw them on the come screen on, tonight.
4: Look at missing. it. <laughs> 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 he is
0: missing. Where's it been? Can you run that more time in? Where has he been, man? Can you run Josh there one more time in? Yeah, man, thank you. That's
1: sports meeting in Denver. Hell all yeah! The time. Hey, oh, let's go! Man. Love wow. it, man. Josh
0: Barnett Fun. from love Down it. It. Under, DVR <laughs> All the way. <laughs> that sounded weird. That sounded like <laughs> what you were saying. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. Uh,
1: <laughs> Josh Barnett from Down Under, make basketball great again, Morris and be it equals a loser. That's, oh, that's, that's what Trump I sound like. Because you were, you were I doing, was doing, you doing the Trump you are. I was, I, was doing, I, was, I, was, I was very prescient. I was very
0: prescient. You know what I told these guys? <laughs> and I told them and then it came true. I said
1: it. I <laughs> thought this bit was funny until you got the fake tan the other day and
0: I thought yeah, you well, that's going way just, too far. You know What about my hair?
1: Eli, great meeting you all, fellows, tonight. Appreciate the hospitality. Shout out, Deb. What?
3: Whoa, Cedric, Deb. exquisite. <laughs> <laughs> Look what Eli just said, yeah. man. We're on the, the same page. Thank you, Eli. Real one.
1: <laughs> Bubbles buzzer beater. And beads averages in Philly uh, last four games at Denver. And beads averages last four games at Denver. Zero, zero, zero. zero points per game. Zero <laughs> rebounds per game. Zero assists per game. Zero blocks per game. And one duck per
0: one game. One duck per game. So true. Related.
2: Quack. Steve. <laughs> super chat. Quack. Quack.
0: quack oh Quack,
2: God. quack. So Sean ducks.
0: Croissant. The Jokic
1: criticisms remind me a lot of LeBron early on where... Fans hated on him for making the right plays when you know he can score every time. We definitely take for granted and expect the world from him. I've often said that Adam takes Jokic for granted, that's true. and I'm tired of him talking shit. We I, also I don't expect it.
3: the world from him. We want him to take advantage of mismatches yeah. more often. Yeah, That's that's not hard. I've been
1: on your guys' side of this fence before, so I get it. 5, five, 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 five ish PJ Washington just scored 43 points. <laughs> I, I hate this NBA now. P, PJ, PJ freaking Washington, 19 question marks. Who's oh, the
0: worst God. nugget that could score 40, that like realistically right now could score 40? PJ Washington isn't like a loser or anything.
3: he, yeah, he, he got right. Brittany Renner pregnant. He uh, is it's, it's, it's Reggie Jackson.
0: It is Re- Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson could go for He almost did, huh, in, that, yep. in the bailout. PJ Washington is
2: not Reggie Jackson. No, but he, he's just saying like – no, he, yeah, right. He, There's no guy, way he, he couldn't do it. I'm not sure how much nugget is. guys.
1: Steve, super chat. The basketball gods are always watching. They're always watching. I don't, I don't watching. think they were
2: watching tonight. I hope they, <laughs> I think tonight they got they bored. bored. They for sure yeah. got yeah. bored tonight. I think, I think Their biggest takeaway was
1: Patrick <laughs> <laughs> Beverly is a dog. <laughs> they got <the> dog him. <laughs> Jeremy J Rock Michael.
2: I'm watching Howard the Duck tonight. <laughs> soft quack. Do you guys <laughs> know what soft? Do you know what Howard the Duck is? No. Howard the Duck was one of the biggest flops in uh, movie history. It was about—it's a movie where there's—it's a duck. Um,
0: it it starts, was. Do you
2: it's not. Like, <laughs> he's like—he's like a detective. I mean, it was like one of the most widely panned, like one of the most famous flops of all time. Yeah, yeah. everybody knows duck. this.
3: Everybody knows one this. One last one, one last at one the buzzer. Teaming.
1: At least we know our MVP will show up when it matters, and that's true. He took a finger to the eye a few days ago. He was Bro. ready to show up, and what was the difference
0: tonight? Neither team played well. One team's
1: best player played.
0: You can hit the outro music. That, honest to God, is we just to wrap up and put a bow on this. That's one of the lamest things I've ever seen, man. It really is. The and, show? Embiid <laughs> and ducking and, and calling out at the very last minute. I'm telling you, even for him, to me, it feels like a new low. And I only hope that people remember it. I only hope that this is a thing that actually people talk about. And not he scores 60 against Washington this week. And everyone's like, my
3: God. Is this the best player we've ever seen in our lives? That's my only hope. This, when, was, this was pathetic. What I got to know, that, like, I thought that Embiid was the biggest flop ever, but Howard the Duck is a bigger <laughs> flop than Embiid. We learn everything. Wild. We learn something new. Howard the day. Duck. Joe Folk's a legend, man. DJ Nuggets lore. One
0: of the best scorers back in the day. Yeah. Party thought. Um,
2: I have worked through my issues. I have now landed on the side of, we got the dub, we moved forward. Um, But
0: I I do wanna make the NBA great again.
2: I think you're onto something. uh, (laughs) I'm just saying I love
0: this game, man. I love basketball. I am a basketball guy, man. I just love it. So I'm like protective of it when it gets overrun by bullshit. I appreciate that.
1: A win is a win, and the power of showing up can never, ever, ever be underrated. Uh, Take that from a guy
2: who often fails to show up for work. (laughs) Yeah, take that of yourself. Get us (laughs) out of here. (laughs) See you guys. Let's go.